Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. I want to say welcome to everyone to Speak Life in the name of Jesus. Today is March 16th, 2022. Praying all is well with you, beloved, in the name of Jesus. Yes. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I am lifting you up, beloved. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered. Uh, We're lifting them up, praying that they draw strength from the Lord, all of us. We all need strength. We all have our up times, times and down times. Some people, uh, they have learned to have it more balanced. But many of us, we still have those areas that we're struggling. And it's okay. Because <laughs> God is, is mighty. He's going to do the work. So I am lifting up those that come and carrying burdens for the body, those that are that are the head lifter uppers. God used them as the ministry of hospitality and the ministry of encouragement in the name of Jesus. The ministry of those speaking into others the things that are of life from and through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Father, I come to you. I thank you for the speak life, Lord God. I acknowledge you. And I open the door for you to come on in in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Sup with us today, Lord God. Commune with us one to another, Lord. Every place where your child is, Lord God, touch the heart, touch our minds, touch our inner man to stir up the work that you've placed in us and that we go forth cheerfully doing what thus says the Lord and cheerfully speaking what thus says the Lord and more cheerfully receiving whom you send, your messengers for the edifying and the building of the body, body builders in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you bind up everything in spiritual realms, in the four corners, Lord God, that you do not allow, give any permission to the enemy to do anything, but labor with his hands the things that are good, so he get, he must give to those that is in need. And I pray every enemy in the name of Jesus that every knee bow and every tongue confess this day that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. In the mighty and beautiful and awesome name of Jesus, speak to me, through me, and for me. In Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. Good afternoon. So what I came to talk about... <clears throat> What I came to talk about, for some reason, I think he has something he shouldn't be having. Hold on. Because I let him felt something fall apart there. Okay. Um, yeah, because my cat will eat anything that's not nailed down on the floor. Okay. So what I came to talk about is because of love, there is a gift. Because of love. There is a gift now. I gotta make sure, you know, point tell I'm good. Cause <laughs> you so sometimes you get them words, you be shouting. I know the church I was birthed in. Woo! Mm-hmm. 
yes, shout into the ceiling leak, okay? So, yeah, so because of love, there is a gift. I, of course, you know, am prayer. Um, and before I tend to try to go into prayer, I like to worship. I like to praise and I like to worship. And what God gave me this morning is love. God is love. I mean, we can hear it a million times, but until we grasp what that means, like, I still can't take this hue on this camera, but it's a rainy day. It's dark. Um, it's even thundering. And I was waiting for the Lord to finish talking. Then he sent the message, go and tell. So I'm here with this yellowish background thingy going on. So, um, oh, didn't turn you on. Oh, I don't know what's going on with you. I think I was, I think I had a revelation. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to turn on the mic here on my computer. So, he was showing me love. And this is a message he sent to me last year. It's love, the end of last year. So, when God chastens us, it's because of love. When God elevates us, it's because of love. When God destroys us, it's because of love. When God anoints us, it's because of love. When God opens a door, when God shuts a door, it's all because of love, and it's all because he's good, okay? So, he is good love. That's a thought. God is good love. So, you know, a lot of us, I can't say a lot of us. I've heard many people like God only does certain things. No matter what he does is good. No matter what he does is because of love. And no matter what he does, it's true. It's true. There is not one jot nor tittle, no letter in the word, no alpha nor omega that is not good. Because God is good. Some things may not have, uh, you know what? Yes, let me get into this word. Because I want to show something. I was eating my oatmeal before I came on. <laughs> things be, I mean, whatever. You can't. Listen, God gave me such a nugget. And he confirmed that last video yesterday. Um, he confirmed it. And actually, no, he confirmed the first one too. He confirmed it, sir, Green. He confirmed it in the word today. And it just really set me on a high. So in Romans 5, uh, uh, Lord, I need you. Um, in Romans 5, Romans 5, it's so, all of it though, it's so power packed. Once you get into, once you get beyond the surface of 
of the word of God into the letter, uh, uh, past the letter, not into the letter, past the letter. And, and you start to hear God actually speaking through us reading it. And, and when you hear what he's saying, it's like, wow, okay. So even with him telling me he was good, he says, I destroy because I'm good. Because he's no respected to person. So he's not going to let one destroy the whole. He says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So that little leaven has to get destroyed. So the whole is not affected. And Romans, I, I, I really wish and, and pray, not wish, I really hope I can get through this. It says, Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. We have peace because of justification. With God, through, or because of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God. Like, let us grab how important the word of God is is he is so important many of us don't see jesus as letters and words but he is the word spoken by god he was given a fleshly form but his original his his origin is words okay so because we are words we are called, we are words, okay? So, by whom, by the Lord Jesus, the word of God, also we have access. Now, don't get me started with that access. I'm not sure I should start here. But I, I'm here. Um, but, okay, wait. Um. By faith into this grace wherein we stand. Okay. By whom? By the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, we have access by faith. All of this comes through faith. All our promises of God, all the yea and amen is through faith. Through faith. Faith is, is so powerful. Faith is powerful. Faith is I mean, to be able to just have the faith to say to that mountain to move, and it has to move. To know how powerful words are because they come from God. But, okay, we're going we're gonna to get through this thing. Okay, it says, by whom? By the word of God, by the Lord Jesus. Also, we have access by faith, by the word of God we have access by faith into this grace. So the word of God has to be spoke, spoken. We have to have faith in that word of God. And then grace. All spirits are connected. Everything is fitly joined together. So like the enemy have spirits with him, devils, demons, those are all spirits. Those are also words. As he has those things with him, God has spirit. With him, the Holy Spirit has nine chambers. It's not, is one spirit, 
but they're nine different parts of that fruit. They're all fitly joined together. Everything is fitly joined together. Look at the sequence of events fitly joined together. This person had to be here for this person to meet this person. And then when this person meet this person, this person did this and then, and then all these things because it's all fit. And then there come a little enemy because he got his little part in the play of our lives. And then it's the puzzle. It's all fitly joined together, the wheat and the tear. So they grow in, and when they first grow, they look the same until it's time to produce the head part of it. And then we know it's not the same. So it's the same as a believer and an unbeliever. We all grow together until it's time for that head part to to manifest. And then we see some of, some of us really are not believers because the headship is not there. It's not there. So it says, have your way, dear Lord. It says, by whom we have access, by the word of God, by Lord Jesus, we have access by faith, through by, by Jesus, through by, by faith, into. So we are walking into grace. Once we walk into faith, wherein we stand. We cannot stand without Jesus. The scorners, they're not going to stand in the congregation of the righteous. The unrighteous are not going to be able to stand. They're not going to be able to stand. Okay. So stand and rejoice in hope. So, so you know how, when we was in darkness, we had very little to be rejoicing about. We might've been laughing, thinking we was having fun, but true joy and rejoicing that that's an essence from God. That's a character from God in the name of Jesus, because he's good in hope of the glory of God. Rejoice in the hope. So when we are, when we were in the world, when people are atheists, there's nothing to rejoice because there's no hope. There's no hope. So it's nothing to rejoice for. That's how you can get certain spirits. They're angry because they're connected to darkness because they're connected to the enemy and the enemy is darkness and the enemy has wrath. He don't have joy. The only time he get anything joyful or, or any excitement is to cause someone to stumble, especially somebody in the faith. And especially if he can, he can cause them to stumble before they even realize who they are or afterward, because then there's still the, that swiping of that tail. It says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works patience. So it's like, and and it's like, why are we going to be rejoicing in tribulation? You've ever seen God do something? Um, it's like, even, even, you know, even to have this, this thing in this warfare, and you see how bad it get in, in some time, but you was like, you may rejoice and say, wait a minute. I'm in a good place if if this is happening. All these people coming against me. You're like, oh, Lord. But then when you think about it, you're like, the only reason they're coming against me, I must be growing. Because why would all these people or all these spirits in these people be coming against me? They wasn't coming against me before. So it's a form of rejoicing that can develop in us through the tribulation of what we're going through. And so, uh, tribulation works patience. Okay. We, we, we grow in that area. 
okay? I know this warfare is only for a season. I know what I'm going through is only for a season. I know this feeling is only for a season. I know this grief in this morning, whatever the case may be, is only for a season. This hardship is only for a season. And it has a purpose to it. It says, impatience work experience. So you go through the tribulation, you get patience in it. And then that means you got experience in something. You have a form of knowledge of something. You have a, if it's godly, you have a form of wisdom about it. And you get an understanding of how things happen. Okay. And um, it says experience hope. Why? Because now I know God, God delivered me before. And I know now I have a higher level of faith in God. So I'm believing that he's going to do this thing. It's going to happen. And hope makes not a shame. Mm -mm. It's going to happen. You're willing to speak it. It's going to happen. God going to do this. God going to help me. It says, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And it's so good. It's not just one person. It's shed abroad. You ever been in the service and, and the Holy Spirit just hit somebody, boom, and you're in the room and you just, that fire, boom, boom, you know, and it's like the whole, the whole place seemed like it just lit up in a rumbling in the spirit. Oh, okay. It says, uh, by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us, okay? When we were yet without strength in due time, Christ, the Lord Jesus, the word died for the ungodly. We were not godly. We were all ungodly. I know some of us believe we was the seed in our mother's womb in the Holy Spirit. And John the Baptist was. But there's still some things that we go through that are ungodly in our journey. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commends his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, died for us. Okay. Much more than being now justified by his blood or his word being justified, we shall be saved from wrath through him. We're going to be saved from the enemy. We're going to, we are saved from darkness. We are saved from death. We are saved from hell. All that's wrath. All that's angry. Um, it says, for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life yeah it he had to die for us to for him to resurrect and us to resurrect in him because there would be no resurrection if he didn't die so imagine he had to face death and be obedient even unto death so imagine the reward for the resurrection, okay? It says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by or through the death of his son, much more being reconciled, 
we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through or because of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God. Okay. Um, by whom, by our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, we, we now have received the atonement. We now have received the atonement. Mm -hmm. Now, this is like, I love it. Wherefore, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. See, those spirits connected. Disobedience allowed sin to enter in. And so disobedience pulled in sin, then sin pulled in death because there would be no death. If they had never eaten of the tree, there would be no death. There would be, there would, it would have automatically been eternal life. It says, uh, and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned because we were inside of Adam. So anything that came through Adam have what Adam had within himself. It says, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed. You cannot be held accountable for sin where there's no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. There's two things I want to deal with. But the latter is greater. Oh, yes, Lord. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses because the where there's no law, you can't impute sin. So when he created the law, okay, he acknowledged and highlighted sin. So that's how you recognize that there's sin because there's something telling you not to do this thing. This thing is bad if you do it. So we could be doing something and it seemed all right to us until someone comes and say, no, this is bad. Don't do this because otherwise... It's not bad. If it's never pointed out or acknowledged to be bad, why should we not do it? Because it's not bad until you, until you acknowledge and say that it is bad. Then it's bad. But it says, Adam transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. He is the figure of of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the figure. He is the figure of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know whether I mentioned this before. Um, a figure, a number, especially one which forms part of fish. Okay. Um, uh, a person's bodily shape, especially that of a woman, and when considered attractive. Okay, so a figure... Let's let's see what Strong's of the um, Bible dictionary says. A figure, and because this is um, 
God is so awesome. A figure is likeness, a model, a resemblance, a representation, a transfigure, fictitious narrative, a resemblance. Okay, so Adam is the figure. He was the figure of him, of Jesus that was to come. So if Jesus is a word, what is Adam? Adam is a word. Adam was a word. And Adam, when you look it up as A-T-O-M, it's the smallest element. It's the smallest part of any element. That's what an atom is. It's the smallest part of any element. That's what an atom is. It's the least part. It's the smallest part of any element. So, so is a word, a period, a comma. You know, the one thing I can tell somebody that's in school, do not throw that, don't throw away what you're being taught because you're like, I'll never use that. Why do I need chemistry? Well, you never know where you're going to go in life. And science was, I've been out of school for a very long time. <laughs> and so one thing I remember is things in science because I had liked science. And the atom is the let me let me let me uh Adam mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um let me Adam is a free and open no that is to a business okay let's dude I, I looked you up earlier man why don't you just keep it for me okay so a the basic unit of a chemical element Atom is the source of nuclear energy, the extremely small amount of a thing or quality. It's a fragment of, mm, okay, it's a fragment. An atom is the smallest unit of ordinary matter. But um, I compared them. I compared them, but I'll do this. Um, so an atom, I had to, because it came to me before, an atom is the smallest particle of an element having the same chemical properties as the bulk element. So, atom, an atom is the smallest part of something. So, atom was a word. And what happened, how atom was a word, because when atom received the fruit from the tree, whether it was physical or spiritual, because it was spiritual, it changed the word. Let me, I, 
I don't know where I saw that. It changed the word. It changed what God had said. The smallest little that the smallest little additive changed the word. Changed it. God had said most of the things were good because he didn't say that about everything that he made was good. But when you add a little leaven, the whole lump is leaven. So Adam, there was an additive added to what God said. And you could see it with Eve. You could see it before she even ate of the tree. She already had began to add. She had already begun to add to what God had said. Mm -hmm. She was an adder. So the serpent says, uh, Yea, have God, verse 1 of Genesis 3, Yea, have... Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, have, yes, have God said you shall not eat of the tree of the garden. It could have been any tree. He wasn't specific for a reason. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit. God didn't mention fruit. Okay. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God have said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. He never said that. Lest you die. Additives. It says, um, he's the figure of him to come, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if there, if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the word of God, have abounded. Because that good word has more free course because it's in agreement with God. But those bad words, they're not in agreement with God. They have additives. And this is how you can get the word ass being said as a bad word. God never said it was a bad word. He never said that. That's what somebody added. They added. Okay? So it says, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. It's not the same. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God in the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, the Lord, the word, have abounded unto many men. This is why, see, how did you know you were naked if you don't have a true form? If you don't have no skin, how you know that you're naked? Because see, God made them coats of skin. Now, a lot of people like to say it was an animal, but he never said. Well, because, you know, 
He made them. Um, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. We have to receive the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. The free gift covers much more. The free gift covers much more than the, the, the sin does. The free gift. It says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive. We have to receive the free gift. We have to receive. It said, which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. So I was like, wait a minute. Okay. For if by one man's offense, death reigned, death ruled, death reigned. Okay. It says, by one, much more they, much more they, they, which receive. We have to receive the gift, not just know about the gift. We have to receive it. We have to possess it. Yeah. We have to want it. Embrace the free gift and open it. We have to open the free gift. We have to open up Jesus. We have to open the word of God. Ha! We got to receive what the word of God is saying. We have to taste and see that the Lord is, ooh, gee, we got to taste and see that the Lord is good. So I can I can have this Bible here and it, 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 it could be shut up. Have the Bible here. I got a free gift. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to hold it. And this is my free gift from the Lord. But I, 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 I don't want to lose my face. But I'm not going to open it. I'm going to have it on my coffee table. I'm going to put it on the dashboard of my car. Everybody see, I see I got the free gift. Um, when they walk in the house, it'll be on the coffee table. Everybody know I got the free gift. I got the free gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to even take my free gift to church. Mm -mm. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take my phone to church. And so just in case I get some notifications and stuff. Because, you know. But my free gift, I'm going to hold it close. I'm going to hold it. And, and, and I might dust it off sometimes when it get dusty. The kids, don't play with my free gift. You don't know how to read. Don't read my free gift. And never open the free gift. So you never receive it. Imagine that. Imagine right now somebody send you something in Amazon. You know, I ain't trying to publicize nobody for free. Okay. But imagine one of those people dropped the gift off. What you going to do? You're going to open it, right? So how is it that we have the free gift and we won't open it? Boop, boop. I got a Bible too. Matter of fact, I got five. I got every translation, every little piece of leaven that was put. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm -hmm. I can I can listen to it on my app. I'm not going to open it myself, though. I don't know whether what they're telling me is the truth because I won't open my free gift. Somebody going to buy me a Bible. What? going to buy me a Bible. But it's your free gift. 
so you don't die with Adam. <laughs> it's your free gift, but we refuse to open it. We refuse. What? You sent me some hair? Woo! Let me get that hair. I'm going to open that hair up. As soon as that hair come to the door, I'm going to open up that hair. But yet, my free gift, I'm not going to open it. My free gift from God, I'm not going to open it. Guess what? I'm not going to open my free gift. I'm not going to get to understand my free gift. I can read it to you. I might even go online and, and pick a, a, a post and post it on. But for me, myself, I don't open my free gift. Mm -hmm. I got a whole bunch of them. I got, I got, matter of fact, I stole one from the hotel. You know, people, people steal Bibles from the hotel. That's why they used to put them in there. And so they like the free gift, the free gift, but they never open the free gift. Never open a free gift. A lot of people got saved because they took a Bible. I remember years ago, I was in sin. I was, I was in sin. Most of my life, I was in sin. And so we went to a hotel, a waterfront type of, and I never had a Bible. I didn't know about the Lord. And there was a Bible there. I was like, I mean, when I got ready to leave, I said, I'm going to take that Bible. And I said, wait a minute. Something not right about stealing that Bible. <laughs> but that's why they're put there. That is why the Bible is put into, well, they used to be put into hotel rooms. Just so somebody would take it. A lot of people got, their lives got changed while they was in sin. Because that's how, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. Mm -hmm. So, but the free gift is right there. Free gift is right there, but we won't open the free gift. We won't receive it. We won't receive him. We won't receive the free gift. Mm -mm. We won't receive it. It says in verse 15, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man. Jesus Christ, our Lord, have abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sin, so is the gift for the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. So when we stand before, before the Lord Jesus, we'll be justified. We won't be condemned in the judgment. That's what it says. It says, it says, um, so is the gift for the judgment, for the judgment. It's for the day of judgment. He says, so we won't, um, we won't, we'll be blameless. We'll be blameless. We'll be blameless. But it's like, what, you, what, what are many of us going to say? I got a Bible, I had a Bible. But he'll say, I never knew you because you never opened it. You never studied me. You never welcomed me in to your life and to your heart. So it's not the same thing. It's not. It's not. It says, um, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive, receive abundance of grace. We got to receive the gift. And the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ, the Lord. So the word Jesus will reign in our life. 
when we receive the free gift. And it's an abundance of grace because a, a multitude of sins are covered. It says, therefore, and, and grace abound, and his mercy endures forever in the name of Jesus. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, to condemning, to damning, all because of one. And, and you know how... Uh, Luke traces the lineage from down to up, and Matthew chases, traces the lineage from up to down. But Matthew does not mention Adam. Matthew 1 does not mention Adam in the lineage of Jesus Christ. But Luke goes all the way up to Adam in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So all of those that came through Adam, through, so his Adam is in all of us that come through the Hebrews. His, 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 that little Adam, that little leaven, that little, that little disobedience, that whatever that fruit had, that knowledge of good and evil came into all of us. Even though we may not have sinned in the similitude of him or done the things of the similitude, it's still in us. It's still in us from generations, that knowledge of good and evil. It's still in us. It's in us. It says, therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification that received the free gift. So we're justified because we receive Christ. It says, for as... By one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. They weren't originally, we were not originally sinners because he was without sin until he disobeyed with um, Eve. He was without sin. Adam was without sin. He didn't have the knowledge of it. He didn't have the knowledge of it. Like a baby. But even with babies, they learn on that journey. But when a baby is first born, they have no knowledge of sin. Even if they was birthed through sin, they don't have no knowledge of sin. That's why he washes us clean like virgins. He washes us. You know, once we once we receive Christ and we receive we receive his spirit, we don't sin no more, not intentionally. Not intentionally. That's what John tells us. We might stumble, uh, a just man falls into it, but now that we are be led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit is pure and clean and righteous, so he leads us into the way of righteousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That's good grass. He leadeth me beside the still water. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores, restored soul because it was a fallen soul. But now that soul is restored in Christ Jesus. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you are so good and mighty. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. 
There's no sin in God's path. Mm -mm. It's only when we deviate, we get distracted, we fall into temptation. Lord Jesus, I'm going to close. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. We are made righteous that receive the free gift in Christ Jesus. We are made. Uh, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. It's, it's, it's uncovered. It's like a spotlight on, on, on uh, offense, the sin. But where sin abounded, grace much more abound. It says that as sin have reigned, rulership as, as sin, you know, a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to submit to know Jesus. I'm not going to submit to know God. I'm not going to submit. Well, you're still being ruled. Rather, you want to confess with your mouth or not, you're still being ruled. You're being ruled right into death. It's just that you can't see it. Because you're blinded. Because the wool or the cover got to be pulled off once you receive the gift of sight. Mm. It says that as sin have reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness. He leads me in the path of righteousness. That's what wisdom does. Okay? The wisdom of God. It says uh, reign through the righteousness of Unto eternal life, straight on into eternal life by or through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of God leads us right to because the word of God is on the path. He's the light and the lamp. He is He is the one that's leading us through the valley of the shadow of death. He's the rod and the Holy Spirit is the staff. And those two together leads us into the way of God, leads us into the perfect will of of God. Our minds are renewed because we're receiving the free gift. We're eating the daily bread. We're not just keeping it on our table or the dashboard or the rear of our car. We're not doing that. We're not relying on our phone. We're actually holding our sword because one day you ain't going to be able to find a sword. So it's like holding on to that. And if, if you rely on your phone, and, and we see how the phone is being controlled. So you rely on your phone. And then if they take away all Bible apps, you won't have any. And But we don't foresee those days coming. We don't foresee those days coming. And so we, because we see stuff happening in other countries, but we don't re receive, we don't receive that coming to us because we are the land of the free. But if we notice, everything here is not as free as it once was. So... If you're relying on your phone, that's going to be a big mistake in those futures that's coming. If you're here today, if Jesus don't crack the sky first, but he lets you know there's going to be a day where you're not going to be able to find him. So many are going to be living in that time. Colleen going to be gone. She's going to be caught up. Colleen going to be caught up now. Rachel. Rachel's going to be caught up with, with Jesus. I don't need to, I don't need to live through everything to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Yeah. It's that initial going through. I might be like, Oh Lord. But once I cross over the Jordan, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Don't, don't, don't let me get it all messed up. Don't let me go if I ain't right with you now in the name of Jesus. So this is how uh, it works. You gotta, you gotta receive that free gift. Oh, I got my Bible. Matter of fact, my Bible has, you know, this, mine don't have it. Okay, but my Bible has different interpretations. Mm-hmm. Hold on to that free gift. Better open that free gift and be like, what thus says the Lord, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You got your, your marching orders. But if, if it's closed, you don't know what you're doing. You taking it from somebody else, and it may sound good, but there's something valuable missing. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most fabulous day in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Peace and love and grace be sent to you and your household multiplied. In Jesus' name, peace.